At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Of the nightcap here on Veasan, alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We got some baseball going on. We got trade rumors aplenty. We're getting you ready for college and NFL. But the final major of the golf season takes place in the wee hours of the morning. Got to get your bets in now because they're hitting the they're hitting the course very very soon. And if you're wondering who to bet. Some last-minute thoughts. Well, guess what? We got the guy for you. Wes Reynolds, co-host of Long Shots here on VEASAN. It's been a great golf season for Wes. Hopefully, if it continues for you here, sir. Uh, and uh, let's just jump into it, Wes. Uh, with, uh, I don't want you to go too long, but uh, what's the Doppler saying? What's a meteorologist Wes Reynolds telling us about the weather? Because that is certainly a big factor when we talk about the Open Championship? Well, uh, initial forecast, and look, they're going to get started in about an hour and a half. That's when the first group is going to go off. By the way, for the Open, not like other tournaments or even other majors, they don't go off the back nine. They don't go off both tees. So this is an all-day affair, uh, you know, well over 12, 13-plus hours because these guys all go off on the first tee. So getting started very early. The wind, it seemed like, it was going to be pretty much the same all day, you know, 15 to 20 mile an hour gusts that can obviously change. And, you know, you're going to get some light rain throughout the weekend. But what we saw last week with the Scottish Open, we did have that draw bias where the guys that went out in the morning had the most benign and probably easy conditions on the Thursday first round. It ended up being about a three stroke difference, which is a huge difference from the morning into the afternoon. I don't think that we're going to get that here necessarily, though, this week. All right, Wes. Let's uh, let's let's jump to the the main attraction. Not a favorite, uh, certainly long, long odds, but uh, the curiosity. And I heard you and uh, Brady talking about it on the Long Shots podcast. Of will he make the cut? And that he, of course, is Tiger Woods. And money has come in backing Tiger to make the cut here. Um, is this a bet you would make? Is it too late? What are your expectations of Tiger over it uh, at St Andrews? 
I do expect him that he's going to make the cut. And look, uh, the last time that we saw him, it was actually last week at the JP McManus Pro-Am. And he was seven over par through two rounds. It was a Monday, Tuesday event, not an official event, of course. But I think Tiger targeted St. Andrews for a reason. Number one, nobody is more of a student of history in the game of golf than Tiger Woods. And, of course, he has two Clara Jugs right here at St. Andrews, 2000 and 2005. So he skipped the U.S. Open, I think, you know, to rest and heal his body and feel better, I think, not only mentally but physically coming in. And this is a course, too, that, you know, not an ultra-long course. It'll play, like, on an average of about 7,300 yards and change. But this is a flat, length-style golf course, so it's not particularly hilly. You know, it's not like Augusta, where we saw when he came back, okay, he gutted it out for the first two rounds, but he started to hurt and hurt a lot because Augusta has a lot of changing elevations. You don't really see this at the old course at St. Andrews. So I think physically he's at least going to be able to hold up. And mentally he's still as sharp as ever, but, you know, the physical hasn't been up to the mental as we've seen with Tiger so far this year. But I do believe he will make the cut. You know, uh, Wes, a lot of people seem to be high on Dustin Johnson as I read you know, what you wrote, what some others have written. You know, where is this energy coming, considering that he hadn't really been playing at the top of his game lately? Yeah, I know, Sean, that he's been he's been very much out of form. And the fact is, he hasn't won in over a year and a half. But he found himself in the mix for a victory. The last event he played was that live event, July 4th weekend up in Portland. And he ended up tied for third. And uh, look, whatever you think about the live, and I don't think really much of it, but Nevertheless, he was competing hard. He was trying to win and wanted to get back in that winner's circle. And look, he's been through a lot kind of in the last several months, not only moving to the live tour and all the criticism and everything that comes with that. Now he's getting paid a big pile full of money that probably can uh, soothe those wounds, I guess. But he also got married over the summer. So finally got married to Paulina Gretzky has that behind him. So now I think he's kind of getting back focused on golf a little bit more. He's not like a lot of these other guys who defected to the live tour. He's only 38. He still has golfing greatness in him. A lot of these guys, these older players that have moved over to that tour, they're well past their expiration date. They're well past their prime. They can't win on the PGA tour or even the DP world tour for that matter anymore. I think Dustin Johnson still can. If you recall the last time the open was at St. Andrews, that was back in 2015, won by Zach Johnson. The first and second round leader was one Dustin Johnson. So he clearly can take well and score on this course. And I think you're going to have to score relatively well. I think the winning score is probably going to be 17 under. I don't know if Tiger's 19 under record is going to get broken here. But, you know, he tumbled down the leaderboard back in 2015 when he was the first and second round leader. But that was a month after he just blew that U.S. Open at Chambers Bay where he three-putted on 18. And that gave Jordan Spieth the victory. So ever since then, he's a two-time major champion. He can still hit it out there a long way. And I think with these wide fairways, some of these guys are going to take dead aim, especially on these reachable far fours. We're talking to Wes Reynolds at Wes Reynolds 1 on Twitter. Make sure to read all his work. Get those bets in now, folks, because uh, as Wes mentioned, uh, plays about to start, I believe, at the top of the next hour. Uh, Wes, looking at uh, atop the uh, the the odds board you've got Rory McIlroy as the favorite um who are some of as you guys would say the short shots that that you think uh might be worth a play Xander Scotty Scheffler Justin Thomas uh Jordan Spieth I know is someone that 
uh, Brady is high on. Anyone you know with those shorter odds that intrigues you this week? Yeah, and we had Chris DeBarefelique on primetime action just before you guys. He's also high on Jordan Spieth. Uh, look, I can't really dissuade anybody if they want to take Rory McIlroy or if they want to take Xander Shopley, who's the hottest player in the world right now, or Spieth or any of these guys. I didn't start in the teens, though. I started in the low to mid-20s on my guys, and the two guys that are kind of in that range that I took, Cameron Smith, who I know is very popular this week, but he has the game for the Open Championship. When I talked about the U.S. Open just last month on VSEN, when I mentioned Matt Fitzpatrick, he has the game for a U.S. Open because he's a grinder, because he's a guy that avoids three putts and grinds out pars and hits greens and hits fairways. Here at the Open Championship, the fairways are really wide and the greens are obviously very large. These are like 13,000 square feet, so there's a lot of double greens actually on St. Andrews that are greens as part of like two holes side by side. So Cameron Smith functions very well, I think, on like a wide open course where he doesn't get in too much trouble off the tee because he can get a little wayward and not be very accurate. But I don't think that's going to mean as much this week. You just don't want to end up in those pot bunkers off the tee. But I played Cameron Smith, also Patrick Cantlay, who really didn't match my model this week in terms of the stats, if you've read the PSW column. But it's kind of more of a little bit of a gut feeling because I liked what I saw last week. For a guy that's not in bad form, just has kind of had some rotten luck this year. Everybody remembers that 70-60 shot on Sunday at the Travelers. But this is a guy that's in good form. He finished T4 at the Scottish Open last week at Renaissance gained every round in terms of approach and got progressively better with his irons. And then he obviously figured out these very slow greens. And that's one thing you're going to want to watch here. These greens are going to roll like 10, maybe 10 and a half on the stint meter. So these aren't these usual fast greens that you're going to get at a regular PGA Tour, DP World Tour event. Well, Wes, I have two tickets sitting here. And I mean, I'm so happy you came on the show because I feel so much better. One is for Patrick Cantlay, and the other is for Cameron Smith. But I like threes better than twos. So give me one other guy that I can add a ticket to tonight. I guess I got to do it in the next hour uh, to (laughs) make this like a a trio of of golfers that I'm rooting for and backing to win the Open. Yeah, and I've got two that I played at 50-1. to You can uh, choose one of the two if you want, Sean. I went with Tony Finau and Tommy Fleetwood. Tony Finau. Two top tens on this course at the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship back in 2018-2019. That's essentially like what the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is for the PGA Tour. The, the Dunhill Links is for the DP World Tour. Runner-up to Rahm in Mexico, and then he had two more top fives after that. Runner-up to Rory McIlroy in Canada. 13th last time out at the Travelers, and his putter was actually cold that week. And Finau is a guy, look, it's just kind of like putting it all together. Because there's sometimes when his off-the-tee game is great and he can't make a putt, and then he makes everything, but, you know, he's making them for par because his approaches were so bad. But I think he's going to put it together this week. And then Tommy Fleetwood, he's been another guy on the come-up as well. Remember, he once had the course record here at St. Andrews, shot at 62, top five on this course at that 2019 Dunhill Links. Forms come around, four top tens in the last two and a half months, had a T5 at the PGA Championship. So, those are guys if you want to go in that middle range, and I think maybe they're still in the 40s. I got them around 50 to 1, so that's one to look at. And if you want a double-digit or triple-digit bomb, rather, go with Adam Scott. I think there's still a nice price behind you at Circa on Adam Scott. 
Old guys tend to do well in the Open Championship. It's all these young 20-somethings that have been dominating, but seven of the last 11 have been won by players 32 or older. Hey, Wes, we got about uh, 30 seconds or so. Give us a couple names in your eyes that should be fadeable over in Scotland. Yeah, and I kind of changed my mind gradually this week. Uh, I did fade Will Zalatoris in a matchup or two. I just think, look, he's going to get one eventually, but this is tough. This is Link's golf. He doesn't have a lot of experience here. So I went against him, and I also went against the U.S. Open champion, Matthew Fitzpatrick. All right, there he is, Wes Reynolds. Uh, Get in your bets now, folks. The tournament starts, I believe, in like a half uh, – I, I want to say in an hour and a half. So About 10.30 our time, Tim, is the first tee time. Get them in now, Wes. We always appreciate it. Great stuff as always, and we'll talk to you soon. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. There he is, Wes Reynolds. Sean's going to go run out of here and go play some bets. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. British Open starts in an hour and 15 minutes. What are you holding up there? I just want everyone to know that you guys gave up on Tiger Woods, and I didn't. So here's my ticket. To do what? For Tiger Woods to win the 2022 Open Championship. What did I tell you about wasting money? And by the way. Call me nostalgic. No. I'm call not- me optimistic. I've told you multiple times I'd rather have a Tiger ticket and he not win than not have a Tiger ticket and he went. You should bet him to make the cut. I'm fine with that. That's I might do bet. that, but That's I didn't have time. Bet. I had, you know, one break to get down there. And then the guy couldn't find it. And, you know, oh, I'm you trying to look at the numbers and see the numbers, who's who. <laughs> so my five golfers for the Open, I have Tiger Woods, Tony Finau, Tommy Fleetwood, Cameron Smith, and Patrick Cantlay. 
Boom. All right. Let's go, Tiger. Oh, Tiger wins. I mean, there's no shot. But I do think he'll make the cut. Um, and I hope he does. It's good for golf. It's hey, his favorite course. I just want my guys to be in contention Sunday. By like, the way, here's man. the thing, though, Sean. If I've got two guys in the last two groups teeing off Sunday, so I got something to root for, I'm cool with that. Here's the thing that I'm mad at you about. It's not betting on Tiger for, the, no- for the nostalgia. It was 140 to 1 here at Circa at one point this week. It was sitting there in triple digits, and you ended up getting 60 to 1. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've got uh, today. I was kind of firing away on the app a little bit, so uh, we'll see how we'll see how it all unfolds. Uh, I got Xander top ten and outright Xander top ten was uh, plus one ninety five outright Xander Xander Shoffley uh, oh, plus sixteen seventy five. He's not winning. None of those. None of those top five guys are winning. The guy that just basically took Wes Reynolds' best bets outside of Tiger Woods and just fired on them. But you're going to give me your analysis on golf? Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, By the way, in Wes's article, he doesn't have uh, Sanders Shoffley. Okay. He's not the only one here. Uh, I know. For VEASAN that is. Does Brady like Shoffley? Uh, just saying 12 to 1. Uh, I didn't get it at 12 to 1. What'd you so get it at? At 16.75. Good for you. Good luck. If I don't win, I hope you do. I have more than that. So I can't stand you. I just said, if I don't win, yeah. I hope you do. Yeah, good luck. When he has yeah, no shot. No I didn't shot. say Xander. No no, I didn't say Xander softly has no shot. All He's right. Xander, hot as fish grease right Xander now. top 10 outright. Cam Smith top 10 outright. Max Homa top 10 and outright. Shane Lowry, little, uh, little local flavor, top 10. Joaquin Neiman. I got a text today from our uh, our friend Steve Sands. He said Joaquin Neiman's been playing very well so far. Likes the way he's been shooting it. So I did uh, Joaquin Neiman top ten at plus five eighty five, and then a little a uh, little outright sprinkle at fifty seven to one. Seamus Power ninety five to one, and then uh, after talking to West there, I joined him on the Cantlay Army, and I will go twenty four to one on Patrick Cantlay. So those are the so I'm in one of those like golf pools. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. It just kind of clicked me out here. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay, just something we should discuss off the. Yeah, because no, I have to make these like picks on whom we use. All right. Well, you. Yeah, tell. Let's talk it through. How do? You, how do? You, how does the pool work? Uh, they have like the golfers in groups. Uh huh. And you have to um, pick one golfer in each group. Okay, boom. Here we go. Make pull, my pull picks. up the groups. So I have Patrick Cantlay. This is a group. So you have to pick one out of this group. Yeah, and I can't. F- yeah, I can't. F- Hold on. Okay, edit. There we go. That's what I was looking for. All right. So in group in tier one, uh huh. The golfers are Scotty Scheffler, mm-hmm. Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Cameron Smith, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. So I chose Cantlay. I had to choose between Cantlay and Cameron Smith. So my picks are going to match my bets. So let me ask you this. Do you get an advantage to picking the guy who has longer odds or no? You no. Just- no, you just pick one guy from each tier. And who will finish higher? So first of all, they have to make the cut. So you pick six golfers. Yeah. 
Uh, you use your best four. Okay. But let's say you only have three golfers out of your six that make the cut. You get the number of the highest golfer that made the cut. So, okay. So basically, that group was the top of the right. odds board. So yes. it's Rory, Xander, Scotty Scheffler, was yeah. it Justin Thomas? Justin Thomas, Jordan Colin. Spieth. Yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick just won the Open. So I took Patrick Cantley. Wow. Okay. Because that's where my money is. I know, but right. Well, let me ask you this though: as we're just talking this through, would it make some sense because you have money on Patrick Cantlay to not use Patrick Cantlay? No. no. Because first of all, I believe in him. Okay. Yeah, I believe in him. I just hate that Cameron Smith is in the same group because I wanted to use both of them. So, I believe in Patrick Cantlay too. So in uh, tier two, I chose Tony for now. But I also, I, the options were Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Will Zelatoris. Jordan Spieth? Yes. Hideki Matsuyami, Billy Horschel, Joaquin Neiman, Dustin Johnson, go, go. Max Homer, Brooks Kepka. All right, re, 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 reread those. So I chose Tony for now. Okay, th- that's a bad the, play. The, the rest of the tier two, Sam Burns, yeah. Jordan Spieth. Got to pick him. Will Zelatoris, mm. Hideki Matsuyama, okay. Billy Horschel, Joaquin oh. Neiman, Dustin Johnson, Max Homer, Brooks Kepka. Don't pick Tony Fino. Oh, I mean, I'm all in, man. Why? Because my brother. My brother, man. But, but. <sighs> I can invite Tony to the cookout. I mean, Jordan Spieth being in that group is wrong. He should be in the first group. I'm so. not a Jordan Spieth fan. I bought his shoes and then he never won again after that. So, like, me and him have history. All right. Sort of like McCutcheon. All right, tier three. You just I'm here's why I need saying, help. I'm just saying you took a guy who's 48 to one in that group as opposed to the guy 16 to one. Yep. And a lot of people think like Brady Cannon's on Jordan Speed. A lot of people are on Jordan Speed this week, and you took Tony Finau in a group. Yep. That, instead of Will Zalatoris, Jordan Speed, Sam Burns. Yes. All right, I strongly disagree with that decision. All right, tier three is where I need help. So my options: Abraham Answer, Shane Lowry. Yes. Sungay Im, Louis Ostusen, Kevin Kisner, Terrell Hatton, Paul Casey, Corey Connors, Harry, Harris English, and Kevin Na. Shane, Shane Lowry. That's who I had picked. Yeah. All right, let's make sure. So in tier four, I took Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Other guys were Cameron Young, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Thomas Peters, Jason Cockrick, Seamus Power, Harold Varner. Uh, Kim is the guy's last name, Taylor Gooch, and Patrick Reed. Um, I'll just, I don't really have a strong opinion. Um, Matt Humans and Steve Sands both like Seamus Power this week. Mm-hmm. And Wes Reynolds, as one of his long shots, like Thomas Peters. Right. He also liked Tommy Fleetwood. I no, really, I, 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 no I agree. Article. And I would say Tommy Fleetwood's a fair play because you look at his yeah. odds, they're 35 to 1. So tier 5, uh, Kung Hoon Lee, Keegan Bradley, Aaron Wise, Tom Hodge, Adam Scott, Mito Pereira, Ryan Fox, Cameron Tringle, Justin Rose, Lucas Herbert. So I selected Adam Scott. I don't know anything about Ryan Fox. I haven't uh, seen Mito since he hit that ball in the water. <laughs> yeah, since you mushed him. In the U.S. Open. And you mushed all his people who had backed him. Um, so that's the group I'm probably trying to figure out. Why do you like well, our, our producer said Ryan Fox? I never even heard of that guy. Is he really on the PGA Tour? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> oh, I don't know who that is. Um, so I could use some help in that group. And then in tier six, I took Tiger. Ty, tier six is like probably the, all the rest of the field. I took Tiger. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm not going to. I started to take my guy JT Poston. 
But I mean, Tiger, like we said, he probably should make the so cut. So tier five, I got to make a decision, guys. Adam Scott, Mito Pereira, Ryan Fox, Cameron Tringle, Justin Rose, Lucas Herbert, Tom Hodge, Aaron Wise, Keegan Bradley, Kong Hoon Lee. Uh, I nobody I'll, believes in Mito for the open. I'll be honest. I will. Uh, I would. I would screenshot that and send it to Wes. Yeah, that's that would what be. I would do. That would be the way I would go on that one. That's uh, what I would do. But uh, going back to your group too, I think Tony Finau's a mistake. I think he's a nice long shot, but if you've got Jordan Spieth in the same group as as Tony Finau, I, I think you, based off of the odds, I would go Jordan Spieth. But you live your life there, Sean King. Uh, and uh, we will be pulling for you. All right, how about we finally get to the ACC? We'll do that. Our Power 5 conference today is the Atlantic Coast Conference. We'll preview that. Sean may uh, try to get in another bet. Maybe get the right number down when he goes down to the, the betting window. It's the nightcap here on Peace. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Uh, we will uh, give full breakdown of the baseball pentathlon in the final segment and uh, some some thoughts heading into the final day, Sean. But we do have another result and another X to put on the board, which is odds on their first loss. Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, they went with the Padres on the run line today. Padres lost 10-6. to to the Rockies. So, so far today, only winners. Hoops Peterson had the Rays. We discussed that. We did not pick that. Uh, Rush Hour, Danny Burke had the Blue Jays. Great hit there. And then... Somebody said, take the Blue Jays. I know you did. We, we, I think we discussed a lot of teams. And we picked, we picked the wrong one. Do we talk about the Angels? Yeah, Shohei Otani. We mentioned that. They're up 6-1 to one right now. We talked about the Orioles. Red Hot. They win again. We uh, talk, that you, would have been the one because I said the uh, we get the alternate because they were the underdog. You like so the they were Royals? like what plus two or three? You like the now, Royals? Plus, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, disgusted with ourselves. White Sox win, but don't get the cover. Thank you, Josh Harrison at second, booting a ball that would have ended the inning. Yeah, and that would have made it a little softer of a landing. Yeah, would have been nice. We would have been plus one fifty. Would have been an interesting spot for us to be in if we had won. Tonight. I just don't want to finish last, guys. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to take a big shot tomorrow, so we will. Uh, we will. No, we just got to hit the shot. That's true. No one finished last. Um, still, uh, the edge in a numbers game. So the edge, JVT and uh, humans, and then uh, numbers game with Gill, looking good right now with the Angels on the run line uh, as they lead. Was it six to one? Shohei Otani, by the way. Um, no, no, no big deal. Just you know. Against the Houston Astros, six innings, 12 strikeouts, one run, four hits. ERA now down to 2.38. Not a, not a big deal. Just uh, yeah, batting average. He's definitely dealing, but – and they got what they needed before he comes out the game, so they got a cushion. I think it's 7-1. Seven, seven, one. One. Yeah. yeah. It's there. <laughs> and Aaron just told us that Shohei, who won the MVP last year, is the betting favorite at BetMGM to win AL MVP. Again, they should trade him. And why? Somewhere where he actually gets to play in the postseason. 
<laughs> He's just wasting his career playing for the Angels. <laughs> I'm going to say they're not going to trade him. I'm waiting on Wes to text me back. He got an hour. Man, I mean, don't tee off. Trying to put this to bed. Like I'm going I'm to get it done right now kind of guy. Well, you know, sometimes you maybe got to have your own opinion. I do. All right, go with it. Well, just fire away. Also smart enough to ask. I might not even change it. I just want to know. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk a little ACC. We've been doing a, a Power Five conference a day, uh, and today was going to be the ACC, and it still is, but um, don't have a ton of time to hit on it. I got some strong opinions. It don't take long either. All right, what do you got? Fire away there, Big King. Well, let me just say this, okay? Everyone's going to bet Clemson. To me, Clemson, so? yeah, yeah, just people default to Clemson. To me, Clemson has one a legitimate, elite, proven commodity at a skill position on offense, and that's Will Shipley. He's a beast. Everything else outside of that, now that Justin Ross is going, that whole receiving core, all highly rated guys, but none of them have really done it mm-hmm. at the college level. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of DJ. DJ, over 350 passes last year, only nine touchdowns. Through ten picks, like I mean, also I'm off of Clemson, and I know people say they're going to be great on defense. I get it; they probably are, but you know, I just for for what you have to, the, you're not getting value on Clemson, in my opinion. I agree. So I'm going to leave Clemson alone. I'm going with the two teams that I think have the two best quarterbacks in the league, and that's Louisville with Malik Cunningham, who I think is a Heisman contender, who's sitting there at twenty eight to one, and Miami with Tyler Van Dyke, who I like a whole lot. So if you ask me to buy stock into ACC schools, those are the two schools. Is Louisville good enough around Malik to actually win the conference? I don't think Probably so. not sure, but I don't think the conference is great this year. So I don't think they have to beat a uh, Alabama or Georgia caliber team. So my long shot play is Louisville. My most likely play is Miami. I think they sit at plus 550 on DraftKings. I think Louisville is 28 to 1. You know, the thing about Louisville, and you know, I agree about Malik Cunningham. I'm excited to see. They got a new offense coordinator. Lance Taylor comes over. Uh, the running backs coach from Notre Dame. He's now the OC there at Louisville. A lot of a lot of heat on uh, on Scott Satterfield here to uh, to produce this year. The back end of Louisville's schedule, Sean, is very challenging, especially if you want them to win this conference. You know, obviously, there's an expectation that Pitt's going to take a step back. Um, they still they bring in Keaton Slovis. I think they'll be better than people expect. They're not going to fall off a cliff. Then you got Wake, both those games at home. Then it's James Madison, who they should take care of, uh, who is uh, now in James division. Madison's good now. Yeah, but they're not going to be as I'm good as you I'm just saying. Think. That's a team I would never, ever schedule. At Clemson, and then you finish the ACC portion of the schedule against the team that everybody really likes is NC State. Well, I the think they're overrated. With the things they're bringing back. I don't disagree, but that is a challenging end of the schedule. I just don't think Louisville's talented enough outside of their quarterback to Can win I that conference. Can I sell you on Florida State? Nope. Mike Norvell, year nope. what, three? Nope. Sure can't. Flawed quarterback, but quarterback returning. Had a chance to increase, upgrade the pieces. Yeah, we heard that last year. Yeah. They were a disaster. Well, they weren't a disaster last year, but they weren't great. I mean, they were. Florida State not going to a bowl. That's Four a and four in the conference. They didn't go to a bowl game. I know, but they were 4-4 four four in the Florida conference. Florida State not going to a bowl, Sean. We've gotten this far in 
Florida State's. Hey, I'm not defending anything going on in, in, in Tallahassee. Anything, anything under 500 for a school that won went to a bowl game like 40 consecutive years under 500 is a disaster. I think the conference looks very underwhelming this year. I don't really disagree. So I that's think what I'm some, trying to. But just... what I'll say is, I think there's some good quarterbacks. You mentioned Malik Cunningham. Sam Hartman is a solid quarterback at Wake Forest. You their know defense, they're going to fall apart. Their defense stinks. Yeah. Um, you know, North Carolina's recruited well. Who are they bringing in at quarterback? Um, Georgia Tech, by the way, is is horrendous. Jeff Collins, next greatest thing. Uh, and I, I just want you to take a look real quick at at Georgia Tech's schedule. Does it matter? It does if you want to play a win total. Oh. They open with Clemson. Now, that's not their fault. That's the ACC, right? Open at home against Clemson Monday night. Butt kicking. They play Western Carolina. They should win that game. Okay, they're one and one. That's Curran Bell and crew. They play Ole Miss. Then they play UCF in the non-con. Okay. Should lose both of those games. Probably will lose both those games. Oh, by the way, their best player, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, he's in Alabama now. At Pittsburgh, home to Duke, should win that game. Home to Virginia, Brendan Armstrong's pretty good. Yeah, got, I like the quarterback. They got there. really good wide receivers at UVA. At Florida State, I don't disagree. They're improved. At Virginia Tech, new coach, but on the road at Virginia Tech. Home to Miami, at UNC, at Georgia to close it out. It's uh, interesting because the three and a half is juiced to the over. <sighs> So I didn't hear four wins without like either. looking at it. Now, like, this has moved because it was at one point in time four and a half. So folks have got in on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they could beat Duke. They're at home, Duke. I mean, Virginia Tech, maybe. I mean, Tyler Van Dyke, as you mentioned, at Miami, there's some good mojo going on. That was, Miami. The, that was the win total that shocked me, was Miami. Six and a half? Yeah. Like, Virginia's got a higher win total than Miami, North Carolina. Pitt, no Kenny Pickett, no uh, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. I mean, I do like Keaton Slovis coming in there. Ah, come on, Keaton Slovis is average as average can be. No offense to the Slovis family. I'm just evaluating <laughs> no, what no he's put offense. what he put on tape. At, at but USC I said, with all due respect, I think this is two I, games better than Miami with Cristobal coming, who's going to bring stability, structure. Christopher Discipline, Ball's, accountability. Is, let me ask you this. Is Cristobal a good coach? Yes. And he did a great job of hiring a tremendous staff. He did. I think inevitably they'll be really good the way they're recruiting. Yeah. But those recruits ain't coming in this year. But they got a lot of transfers. They're just, I just look at this conference, and if there's one team that I think has a huge upside, it's Miami. First like, of all, because I love stock, Van Dyke. If they were a stock, yeah. I'd be buying it. I love their backfield. All, yeah. They got a collection of really good running backs there. They're super talented. Man, Charlie Strong's coaching the linebackers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, man, this staff is loaded. Well, could we get a little inside information there with him? Man, <laughs> I'm giving it to you now. Take Miami over six and a half. Okay. What about to win uh, that division? Think they could be playing for I it? love them to win the division. I mean, I don't know how Pittsburgh's in the eight and a half. Did I miss something? They graduated almost the entire secondary. I think both corners got drafted, if I'm not mistaken. They lost Jordan Addison and Kenny Pickett. Like, what am I missing? Well, Pittsburgh at Miami to close out and the Narduzzi's regular season. And still the coach. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> eight and a half? Like, what am I missing here? All right. Yeah. I, the only thing I like is Georgia Tech stinking. And I think 
under two and a half in conference might be the way. Yeah, Jeff Collins didn't hire me, so I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> he hired Chip Long, though. It's a nightcap here on v At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League all the way through this weekend. Catch the Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, from NBA Summer League every weekday. Sean and I will be there on Friday night. Myself, Amal Shaw, will be there on Saturday afternoon. We'll also have some special guests, exclusive content, live updates all throughout our VEASAN shows. So if you want more information about when we're there and who we're having on at VEASAN Live on Twitter. And also check out our YouTube page alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Wrapping things up here, we'll get to the pentathlon, the baseball pentathlon, uh, and uh, where we stand and how we're thinking heading into the uh, the finale of that tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, Summer League uh, wrapping up there, Sean. Um The more and more so, I think about it, and you know, I just want to hit on this real quick. What are you wearing to the summer league? First of all, are you gonna put on Iowa stuff, or I mean, what game are we doing? Can for, we, for Iowa, yeah. folks. Can I wear like a Bonchero jersey? I mean, sure, he hasn't played yet. I'm a Magic fan. Do you have a Bonchero jersey? I'll get one. <laughs> I think the uh, Lakers are playing that night, and oh, so we might see Scottie Pippen. Yeah, I think so. That's possible. Yeah. Maybe we'll get him on the set. So is is. Is, is is the crew coming? So Aaron, are you going? Aaron will be there. So is Nikki Pat's coming? No, he's got to run things from back here. No, no, no. We got to have either Nikki or oh. Taylor. We need to get or on Oliver. The- we got to have somebody to go grab Scotty Pippen. Oh, that's Aaron's job. LeBron. LeBron's not going to be there. You sure? Yeah, he's home. You said the Lakers are playing. Yeah, they that last weekend was the weekend uh, that everyone's there. We got Lakers and Pelicans. Uh, we'll be going oh, the New on. Orleans crew is in the mix. Okay. And then uh, we'll go on the air with Indiana and Washington going right. uh, head-to-head. That's going to be sweet. I think I'm going to go get a couple shots. So. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you did play for Tulane, allegedly. Well, 
No statistics. No no stats. No I, roster. I allegedly right. played football at Tulane. No, man. there's there's facts backing that up. Not not early. I started four years. I don't, some person might not believe that I actually played. I've got stats on stats on stats. I got video. Not of early. Oh yeah, I got. I'm it. looking for those. You can't find any I freshman. I can find your stats. Sophomore year. I'm talking about film. Film. F I L M. Yes, I know how to spell film. Um, but I know that your fr- your rookie year, your freshman year, I you was, played eight games, ninety two yeah. of one ninety nine. Ooh, two touchdowns, seven picks, yowzers. Yeah, wrong system. Yeah, for real. Negative ten rushing yards. Wrong system. I was under center. We were two tight ends. Everything was stretched, drop back. It was. I was miserable. <laughs> okay. Fortunately for you, Bowden came in. You know how to you know how to uh, slow down a Lamborghini. Keep it in the garage. That's exactly what that system was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a look at the uh, baseball pentathlon. If you've been following with us, it's been a uh, it's been a fun go of it here on yeah, Veasan. Uh, speak unfor- for yourself. Un- well, we're on the same team, unfortunately. Uh, we uh, I don't like pain. We we talked about every game. But we picked the wrong one, and that would be the White Sox. So, loser for us today, uh, primetime action, and Wes Reynolds also picked the Cubs. So today, it was run line. You had to pick a game on the run line. You could pick an underdog. You could pick an alt-run line. Uh, but you had to go run line. Uh, that was the challenge, and uh, not many people survived the challenge. Yeah. Um, so primetime action, Wes Reynolds both lost today, went with the Cubs. They lost to the Orioles. Uh, follow the money went with a first five run line with the A's. That did not work yeah, out. They tried to get cute. Uh, Adam Burke went with the Guardians alt run line. That didn't come home. But our bet didn't come home either because the game landed one. Hoops Peterson had the Rays, a game we discussed. We didn't pick it, but he picked the Rays. Winner for him. Uh, they won today with uh, McClanahan. On the hill. Rush hour. Danny Burke had the Blue Jays. That was uh, one that Sean uh, texted us about. We did not roll with that. Danny Burke did, and they win. I should have pushed harder for my Orioles alt run line. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scott they're just Seidenberg, hot. They're Scott. hot. Like, the people that went against Tenth the Street. Orioles, like, that's shocking to me. Like, they're hot. Like, they're hot as fish grease right now. By the way, Reddit College Football tweeted out the Orioles have won 10 straight games and are above 500 and are doing it all with a smaller payroll than the Texas A&M football team. True. Facts. <laughs> uh, the edge in a numbers game have the Angels. That's looking good. 7-1, bottom seven. Odds on fell. Yeah, they're home with, free. Uh, Padres minus one and a half. And then the Astros are losing, correct? So is this the sequence? This is the order of it coming into the day? I think so, yeah. Okay. So at least Burke's still behind us. It looks like a numbers game edge and the look ahead with Scott are going to be in some pretty good yeah, shape. Great call by Scott with the uh, really good call. I didn't even know that the Mets that alt lines are possible. So well, we like, talked about it. No, we didn't. All we talked about was run line yesterday. We didn't talk. I'm talking about. I found out this morning. Oh yeah. When you guys when show. he said that that Scott took, I think it was Aaron that sent the text that Scott took Mets alt run line. I didn't know you could do that. Because that's when I responded with Orioles. Mm-hmm. Let's take Orioles alt run line. Yeah. So, unfortunately, what time us, are the games tomorrow? Man, them early games are hard. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's a pretty normal slate. So a lot of late games. 
So tomorrow, okay. the finale of the baseball pentathlon here at uh, at Vison will be a prop. So we've got the early game tomorrow: Pittsburgh at Miami, uh, San Diego at Colorado is a mid afternoon game, and then the rest are in the evening. You look at some. Strikeout props? I guess that's the way we got to go. I mean, I'm going to probably let you guys do that tomorrow because uh, I don't really play props because I, I don't have – I don't either. I don't have DraftKings or, you know, any of that stuff because we're in Nevada. So, you know, the majority of uh, the apps here in, in Las Vegas, they only offer, like, no run in the first inning, you know, first five. They got, like, some new wager, first three innings that they're offering now. But they don't offer a lot of individual player props, so – I'm not as familiar with that market as some other people. I'm sure that's more uh, sabermetric, which would by the way uh, tend to lead towards Aaron. Corbin Burns and Carlos Rodon are pitching tomorrow night against each other. Milwaukee at San Francisco, a total six of six. Yep. <laughs> six and a half here at Circa. Which I take the over. I mean, who cares if you hit it or not? I mean, you just I always play over six. Because if Burns and, and uh, Rodon don't play the whole game, then the bullpen's coming to play. You know, so it could be a 2-1 game, and then the bullpen's completely blow it. Aaron, just let me know that the in game, there was only 12, uh, 20 games last year where the total was 6, mm-hmm. and the under actually hit 12 out of 20 times. So that's 60%. Um, that'll just be a That was I, last year's closers. I can't, I can't wait watch, to watch this. Well, Josh Hader got lit up again today. He gave a three-run That's bomb, what I'm saying. Like, look how lucky uh, Clay Holmes struggled again got tonight. Got tonight, yeah. I mean, boy, the Reds could have been somebody, and they just they turned back into the Reds. Yes, they did. Uh, if you missed that, the Reds in extra innings, man on first and third, no outs, didn't get a run across, and then back-to-back wild pitches. Had first and second now, one out, because they intentionally walked uh, yeah. Matthew. Wild pitch makes it second and third. Wild pitch. Ends the game. Seven this was six. back-to-back pitches, too. It wasn't like he threw one over the plate, you know, in the interim. Oh, um, the Reds. You want to run down real quickly as we sign off? Because, uh, once again, if you haven't gotten your British Open in bets yet, you've got about yeah. 35 minutes. So, here's what I'm sweating. I have, and I've bet these myself, so if you guys want to put a little something in with me, I have Tommy Fleetwood. I got him at 38 to 1. I have Tony Finau. Finau at 39 to 1. I have Tiger Woods. I probably got a bad number at 60 to 1, but it's good neither here nor there if he wins. I have Cameron Smith at 19 to 1 and Patrick Cantley at 25 to 1. So if any of these wins, I'll be buying all of Doritos on Monday. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling with uh, Xander Shoffley. Top 10 and outright, so that is my, as uh, Brady Cannon would call it, a short shot there on uh, on Xander. Plus 16.75 and uh, plus 195 to finish top 10. Cam so Smith, who do you have? Xander, uh-huh. uh, top 10 and outright. Cam Smith, top 10 and outright. Max Homa, top 10, plus 535, outright 58 to 1. Shane Lowry, top 10, plus 225. Joaquin Neiman, plus 585 top 10 plus uh 57 to 1 outright and then a couple uh long shots uh Seamus Power 95 to 1 and then and this isn't that long uh I'm with you on Patrick Cantley well I'm with Wes Wes likes Patrick Cantley I threw a couple shekels there we will see 
What were you giving that about? Like being with me would have just been so uncomfortable for you. That's true. I listen to smart people when it comes to golf. I feel you. <laughs> I actually hit one. Eleven, Eleven of those things. Appreciate you, JT Poston. You know, surprisingly, Wes Reynolds had JT Poston too. It's cool. Interesting. It's a I, nightcap I here on Beeson. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.